is good to find dolls. I am pretty much done trading for today. Made my profit. Did my first put. Anyways, I got into one more trade. Let's just see if I kind of... <laughs> that, that last trade you shouldn't have done. But I have some really good news for you guys. I want you to listen to this in its entirety. It's 2 minutes and 14 seconds. Let me go ahead and play it and then I'll give you my thoughts. Okay? So you're going to see on the title it says, Search underway for... Fugitive bisonet track pimp sentenced to more than 70 years in prison. And I want you to pay attention to all the things that we've tried before in our mechanisms. Like, um, we've tried putting, you know, the impetus on the woman. We've tried putting it on the buyer. We've tried putting it on. Now they're looking at doing it from the top. Remember, fish rots from the head down, right? Like, it has to do with the leadership. It has, like top-down type of thing, and this is dominant society coming in and trying to restore these societies back to normalcy so that it can also have more business in terms of, like, legal business. Let's go. New tonight, the Harris County District Attorney goes one-on-one -on -one with KHU 11 News, answering our questions about the recent sex trafficking crackdown on Houston's infamous Bissonette Street, or the track as it's known. Is it working? Matt Doherty has worked this story for weeks now. He joins us with this new interview tonight. Matt? When we were first here reporting on this initiative back in May, police were shutting down side streets like this one, keeping them closed overnight. A few hours ago, I spoke to District Attorney Kim Ogg. She tells me when they invest resources on projects like this, they expect results. Tomorrow, we'll find out how well they've paid off. After the first few weeks of the operation, local business owners here told us they'd seen a difference. Their area, they say, has been plagued by prostitutes, pimps, and johns for years. They say the criminal element has brought with it more serious crimes and never allowing them to operate in peace. For the people who live and work in and around the Bissonette track, we'd like to return that neighborhood to their control. We'd like those businesses to have the opportunity to have their customers come without being flagged down by a sex worker or uh, interrupted by a sex buyer. Tonight, the district attorney told us her office has made prosecuting sex traffickers a priority. And she says they're most concerned with going after the people who are making money from the sex workers. For decades, we've prosecuted the sex workers. And more recently, we've focused on the sex buyers. But if you really want to hurt the criminal element, you go after the money and the people who are making it. Those are the pimps and the traffickers. And tomorrow, Og says she'll once again be asking for the public's help recapturing a man the DA's office calls, quote, one of the track's worst fugitive pimps. 34-year-old Thaddeus Allen was on trial for human trafficking when he jumped bond. And even though he never returned to the courtroom, a jury convicted him. He was sentenced to 75 years in prison. Since the sun has gone down, we've seen far less activity related to prostitution than our last visit here. Tomorrow morning, we'll find out if this initiative really has been working. Back to you. Yeah, so I'm not sure if, um, I'm pretty sure you caught that, but, and I kind of gave you some ideas about that, but I've, I've talked about this before, and, and it, it's a difficult conversation because, you know, I'll hop off of here and I'll see law enforcement kind of getting really grimy even with black women in part, black women in particular type of a thing but i still am appreciative that there is someone out there 
that is trying to troubleshoot this stuff um, and starting to, to work off of patterns, like not staying in a rut, right? They've If this doesn't work, let's try something else. They've tried working on, you know, the sex workers, but they're starting to understand that if you have these pimps out here using the lover boy method and exerting dominance and aggressive force and that type of thing and breaking these women, then you got to go for the head. And so you're starting to see that, you know, like with the Andrew Tate's and with um like with this guy and you know there's the one of the conversations lying below this too is how in in this on this green earth is he able to be a fugitive somebody is is hoarding this man somebody oop somebody is um giving him food giving him a place to lay his bed his head you know driving him around if necessary doing his laundry whatever, what have you. But I think that this is good. I think you go for the head of the operation and that's who you go after. And I think that this is a great turn of events. So let me go ahead and play that part over again. I'll just go to the one minute more or basically where she's talking. So for the people who live and work in and around the Bissonette track, we'd like to return that neighborhood to their control. We'd like those businesses to have the opportunity to have their customers come without being flagged down by a sex worker or uh, interrupted by a sex buyer. Tonight, the district attorney told us her office has made prosecuting sex traffickers a priority. And she says they're most concerned with going after the people who are making money from the sex workers. For decades, we've prosecuted the sex workers. And more recently, we've focused on the sex buyers. But if you really want to hurt the criminal element, you go after the money and the people who are making it. Those are the pimps and the traffickers. And so they come in after the pimps and the traffickers. I am here for that. Refund the police, y'all. Like, And when you think about all of the things, the spillover effect, right? Yes, businesses are going to be able to um, have their customers again. I know that if you have children or if you're kind of like myself, you don't want to be walking up on somebody in those type of um, activities and type of stuff. So if certain areas kind of have that reputation, I'm not going to go frequent that store, right? Um, also, what does it mean for young ladies? I mean, it gives them a chance not to be exploited anymore. It gives them a fighting chance to kind of explore other avenues of income, right? And in terms of the mental health and stuff like that, it's also going to help with the SCD rates to some degree too. And I think that, you know, if you do this, um, if you do this across the board, right? then that's where you're going to get the most bang for your buck, right? Um, So I'm happy with this. And the other thing, too, was the sentencing. That's basically a life sentence, y'all. So he skipped out on his hearing. And it's going to be situations like this where if they're evolving in their intelligence, they're going to understand that if this person is being tried for being a pimp and a trafficker that you probably don't want to have them out on bond, right? 
um, so that you don't have that flight risk, right? So, but he skipped out on the, the sentencing and um, listen, the... the I've talked about this before. People who do um, bonds and stuff like that, that's actually a commendable, um, pretty much a job. You get paid to, you know, like bounty hunter type of stuff. So, but yeah, and I love that the message that this sends too. 70 years, because usually in the past, you would get a slap on the wrist, right? What, one year, six years, you know, couple years stuff like that and like they said before too the ones who were um at the bottom were the the women and the victims of this were the ones getting the the harsher sentences and the harsher penalties and so yeah it's about time we go for the head but anyways y'all let me go look at this trade let me see what spy is trying to do right now (laughs) all right i'll talk to you all on the flip side bye